Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Testimony against the Bidens, another Donald Trump indictment. I'm producer Jonathan, and this is your TK20. I encourage everyone to read it in full. The attack on our nation's capital on January 6th, 2021, was an unprecedented assault on the seat of American democracy. As described in the indictment, it was fueled by lies. Lies by the defendant targeted at obstructing a bedrock function of the U.S. government, the nation's process of collecting, counting, and certifying the results of the presidential election. The problem for you, Jack Smith, you unbelievably political thug, is that you don't have a case. You have anger. And you expect somehow that the American people shouldn't show some anger back. You're a disgusting, despicable, low-life political thug. And I must say, if you're somebody who is down for this latest series of indictments against President Trump, count one, conspiracy to defraud the United States. Count two, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding. Count three, obstruction of an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding. And count four, conspiracy against rights. If you are in favor of this indictment, which is begging for a redo of the impeachment of President Trump regarding January 6th, to those people, allow me to say, you shouldn't be allowed to operate heavy machinery. You shouldn't reproduce. You are vindictive, dictatorial jerks who would gladly sell out America to fulfill your ideological and emotional wants. You're unworthy of our time and attention. Damn straight you should be voted out. Damn straight you shouldn't have a seat at the table because you don't even believe in the table. We're not discussing whether you like Donald Trump. I don't give a damn. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. I don't care what you think about Trump. Don't you know it doesn't matter? Don't you know that you're an emotional freak, possibly one way or another? Who gives a crap? But you don't care about the rule of law if you think this indictment stands. We couldn't get Trump on impeachment, which is a political process, so we'll try and use the same arguments in a legal process, which has a much more exacting standard. What are you going to do? Charge Trump with actually saying something? Are you going to quote exactly what he said? Every single time you have somebody looking at this indictment, you get the same argument. What On, on what basis? On what legal basis is Jack Smith working here? And you realize there is none. You also realize that, of course, this indictment comes out 24 hours after we all learned that Joe Biden did get on phone calls with Hunter Biden. Of course, they were selling access to Joe Biden. That's how Hunter profited. And now we need to know about these $5 million payments and a whole host of other things about access. 
We know it happened. We know it's fact. And 24 hours later, here's an indictment. For those saying, oh, Tony, you're ridiculous. Those people who say, Tony, that's not a connection. You're ridiculous. Don't you get it? This isn't law and order. This is mayhem and nonsense. The argument being made in this indictment is whether or not anything you believe that President Trump did wrong on January 6th, questioning election results, saying it was stolen, is that in and of itself a crime under the law? Arguing that it was impeachable is fine because that's based on the members of the House engaging the impeachment and the members of the Senate voting on whether or not to remove the president from office. Rhetoric, rhetoric can be condemned. Does it make it criminal? Of course not. The Supreme Court has ruled on this again and again. What obstruction What is it that you believe Jack Smith, a guy who has failed at this exact thing many times, the special counsel, what is he going to be able to prove? You're going to have to prove that Trump believed and knew for fact, for certitude, and prove it to a jury. That Trump knew he was meritless, there was no factual basis, even the very concept of corruption. You're going to have to convince a jury of. My God, this jury is going to have to be in D.C. And this judge is going to have to be somebody who already sentenced January 6th uh, rioters to sentences even larger than the prosecutors were looking for. Oh, wait, that's what's happening? Oh, that's what's happening. The jury will be in D.C. Trump will be there Thursday to answer the charges. And the judge is somebody who has already been working on these cases on January 6th rioters and sentencing them to, uh, putting them to sentences larger than the prosecution asked for. Oh, if you don't think the people are angry, just wait. Wait till you see what's next. But I must state clearly that the people who think this indictment is valuable and legit are the most unserious people amongst us. And if any of them are civic leaders in Indiana, move your ass to Illinois now. I've heard Vice President Mike Pence while he was at the state fair. To prove beyond a reasonable doubt what they assert in the indictment. And the president's entitled to a presumption of innocence. But for my part, I want people to know that I had no right to overturn the election uh, and that uh, what the president maintained that day and frankly has said over and over again over the last two and a half years is completely false and, it, and it's contrary to what our constitution and the laws of this country provide. You know, I'm a student of American history and the first time I heard in early December somebody suggested as vice president I might be able to decide which votes to reject and which to accept. I knew that it was false. Our founders had just won a war against a king. And the last thing they would have done was vest unilateral authority in any one person to decide who would be the next president. I have never minded Mike Pence engaging this conversation because I think he's accurate. He didn't have the ability to reject. I believe that to be true. 
I have dealt with all of the people in the world of social media who tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. I think that's your emotion. I don't think that's fact. I think the facts are on the ground. I equally believe that the facts dictate that these in, this latest indictment is political theater, not fact-based. These latest indictments are a damning testimonial about where we are as a country. You have every right to say, holy hell, is this ugly. Bill Barr, the former attorney general on CNN with Caitlin Collins, because clearly he didn't want anybody to watch the interview, free speech, well, that's not the subject here. Which is what Trump's attorneys are saying, and they're also saying that he was just exercising his First Amendment right here. Do you think that's a valid argument in your view? No, I really don't think that's a valid argument. Because, you know, as the indictment says, you know, he, he, they're, they're not attacking his First Amendment right. Uh, he can say whatever he wants. He can even lie. He can even tell people that uh, that uh, the the election was was stolen when he when he knew better. But uh, that does not protect you from entering into a conspiracy. All conspiracies involve speech, and all fraud involves speech. So, uh, you know, free speech doesn't give you the right to engage in a fraudulent conspiracy. I do have massive issue with the use of his word conspiracy. I equally have issue when he says when when Uh, you know it's not true. Why? He can even tell people that uh, that uh, the the election was was stolen when he when he knew better. If we listen to Mike Pence and discuss the idea that Trump was surrounded by a bunch of crackpot lawyers, you can argue he heard only what he wanted to hear. He had people telling him, dude, this is over. And he was like, nah, we're going this way. That's, I absolutely believe that happened, by the way. I absolutely, people told him, sir, this is over. And he said, nah, we're doing this. Totally believe it. Because look at this and look at that and look at this and look at that. And of course there were issues with the election. Oh, and I'm loving hearing people saying, we had all these courts settle this. We actually had far too many courts not hear cases about election issues that if they had heard them, we'd be in a much better spot to say, this is over. If the Supreme Court had just done their job, I don't know, I've been saying this for two and a half years. If the Supreme Court had actually heard the case, which is what uh, Alito and Clarence Thomas stated, why aren't we hearing this? This is our job, people. This is what we're supposed to do. I don't know why they didn't, but I don't uh, I, I look at Barr's uh, statements and, and come to this idea of, well, I guess Trump was involved in a conspiracy. No, I go with Andrew Weissman. Andrew Weissman is not a guy I like. Andrew Weissman was uh, there uh, in Robert Mueller's office going after uh, Trump. This is a guy who was uh, general counsel to the FBI. He was uh, appointed uh, by uh, Bush, by then-President Bush in 2002, to be on the Enron task force. This was him on MSNBC yesterday. My my big take home from this indictment was this is not going to be about the facts or the law. Um, I remember a judge in the District of Columbia saying the courts are where the facts and law still matter. And here, obviously, the government has to prove it. It has to be proved beyond a reasonable doubt unanimously. 
this is going to be a test of us and how we're reacting um, and whether we care about the facts and the law. Because If it's not about the facts and the law and it's only about whether we care about the facts and the law, well, I believe that's everything about this indictment. Every last bit of it is about feelings and not the law itself. So allow me to start with a theory. Allow me to start with a theory here and now. You might like, you might not like, you might agree with, you might not agree with, eh, that's okay. Donald Trump is going to go to jail. And I want you to start getting yourself into the headspace now. If it's not about the law, but it's about how we feel, you couldn't prove conspiracy But you can feel there was a conspiracy, I would say, to William Barr in a conversation I'd love to have. Trump's going to go to jail. If you look at count four of this indictment, where it's a discussion of rights, right? It's it's all about rights. I believe count four was uh, conspiracy against rights. That is as broad as the day is long. And what I'm saying is, Trump's going to go to jail. Not that he should, but that he will. So Republicans have a very unique question to ask. What's the plan? The whole expression that Washington, D.C. is broken is, is the biggest bunch of nonsense I may have ever heard in my life. And people have to put an end to this. I don't want to hear it from another candidate or another citizen. Washington, D.C. is broken. No, 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 no. We're broken. We're broken. We know what's happening, and we keep allowing it. And we allow it based on our political proclivities. We allow it based on laziness. We allow it based on not willing to get rough and tumble which is necessary at times. If you ask me if January 6th was a riot, I will tell you yes. If you tell me January 6th was an insurrection, I'll laugh in your face and that of your spouse and your kids. If you tell me that there may not be another one or there shouldn't be another one, I'll say to you, I don't think you've read the Declaration of Independence. And I will ask you exactly when the long train of abuses stops simply on its own. I am not saying that riot is necessary in order to bring about the better America. I think the vote can do it. But dear Lord, how else do you stop the train? Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. I get what people are going to take from that that I'm calling for some kind of revolution. No, no, no. I'm pointing out that the declaration is. I'm pointing out that sometimes the madness just has to stop. But I think there's a lot of things that can be done before that place. And the people who scream, voting doesn't matter, it's rigged. Well, then what are you discussing? Because I believe it's still there. And you just have to vote the way that others do. They early vote, you early vote. They ballot cure, you ballot cure. They ballot harvest, you ballot harvest. It's all legal, do it. Then, when you get power, eliminate these things that clearly screw with elections. And we can get back to some common sense. Some rational thought.
and disregard the irrational actor. A great example of this is Dave Chappelle, who's coming to Indianapolis. I'm ass- Did the tickets already go on sale? Because I would assume it's already sold out. I would assume it's already sold out. Dave Chappelle, in one of his last specials, uh, is un- under attack, if you will, because he uh, goes after the transgender community. Nah, he didn't. He was very clear very clear about letting people live their lives. He was also very clear about being honest. And people were upset with him for the honesty and tried to cancel him for the honesty. And you know what Netflix said? We're going to do another special with the guy. And where has that argument been since? Where has the upset or the anger been since? Public? Nope. Because once you ignored the threat of loud, pathetic people thinking they can decide what you say. Once you ignored the threat, threat no longer had any power. Those people had no more power. So the people screaming on the sidelines about how you're a threat to democracy, ignore them. The threat to democracy is Merrick Garland the Attorney General of the United States, the entirety of the DOJ. Devin Archer was a business partner of Hunter Biden, was there with him at Burisma. I'm not saying that Devin Archer is the kind of guy you want to bring home to Ma. I'm saying that Devin Archer was right there with Hunter Biden every step of the way. Devin Archer is set to testify in closed door t- uh, a closed-door hearing today with the House Oversight Committee about Hunter Biden. Devin Archer is going to sit in front of a closed-door session of the House Oversight Committee today. Look, I don't know how much Joe Biden had to do with all of Hunter's business dealings, but of course Joe Biden was around. Of course Joe Biden got on the phone. Of course Hunter put his father on the phone all the time to make deals. That's what he's scheduled to say in his testimony. So what happened? The Department of Justice, headed up by Merrick Garland, is requiring Devin Archer to report to prison. Oh, we should be clear. Devin Archer's going to prison. We should understand that. That Devin Archer, for other uh, issues, is going to prison. We said that when we reported this last week. But the DOJ wanting him to report to prison this morning so he doesn't testify is the answer to the question, is this a corrupt government? And is this a government of, by, and for the people? Because the answer to the first question is yes, and the answer to the second question is no. Now... How does one handle that? I laid out for you two paths. I'm going with the voting at the first. This is not a conversation about a just government. This is not about a conversation about a government of, by, and for the people. You wanted him to report this morning so he didn't testify? Or this is the federal government engaging in a PR campaign to remind everybody that Devin Archer is going to jail. You know who's not going to jail? Hunter Biden. When the plea deal went kaput, as it did last week, we all watched it happen. We were like, oh, what the hell is this? 
You know, right now there are no charges pending against Hunter, which is weird because he pled not guilty to the to the to the tax fraud, right? You could argue that's against him, and and you, we still don't know what's going to go on with the with this gun charge, but. The DOJ might not file any charges against him. When I say no charges, I mean DOJ charges, right? The other thing comes from uh, via the, the IRS. What, show me what the Department of Justice is working on regarding charges against a guy who lied on Form 4473, lied to purchase a firearm. Based on their own words, Hunter Biden wouldn't be allowed in Indianapolis uh, does does Joe Hogsett think that Hunter Biden violated the law? Not one reporter's going to ask him. Holy hell. Did Hunter Biden break the law? And is he a felon in your eyes, Mr. Law and, and, and Order, Mr. Justice, for lying on Form 4473? And how would you feel if anybody else did that in Marion County to purchase a firearm? How would the Indianapolis City County Council feel about that? Oh, you don't answer. You don't answer that question. The AG, the Attorney General Merrick Garland, is not a good and decent guy. The Department of Justice is absolutely and wholly corrupt. And I don't want to hear anybody tell me about cleaning the swamp if they're not prepared to fire a thousand people from the DOJ. Goodbye. Oh, and no pensions. Go figure it out. And I'd also fire a thousand people from state. I mean just because I'm cleaning up, my broom is working really good. This corruption is very real. This corruption is right in your face. And they've already told you they don't care about you. The question before us is, do you care about you? And then what are you going to do about that? Again, I'd start with the voting. I hope you enjoyed this week's TK20. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. I'm producer Jonathan, and we'll be back again next week with another episode.